Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode, and you're probably not going to understand this, but you'll understand it in due course, to another episode of Get the Straw. The Straw. <laughs> oh my gosh, Or you could gosh, even mouse. get the pole. <laughs> Some of you are wondering... Why this? I've not seen anything in the media regarding straws. Well, you should have if your timeline is highly favoured, <laughs> like ours. <laughs> As you know, it's Black History Month and we've been telling you guys for a very long time we're having special guests on the show. Mm-hmm. And we are joined by a very first guest of Black History Month. And she goes by the name of Introduce Yourself, Sis. Kalacha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by Kalechi Okafor. Welcome, welcome to Get the Belts hey. Of course. Hey. It's been a long, long time coming. Hey, spiritual baddie. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. So let's kick it like right off. We're going to tell you later on who Kalechi is. If you don't know, you will know. Um, and I think, yeah, you're going to give us a word of the week this week, right? Yes. So my word of the week is no. <laughs> because you know, usually people want some long, eloquent something, something. Yeah. No, in the words of Rosa Park, no. 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 <laughs> Because no is a full sentence and sometimes we don't need to be telling people about no because da 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 and no, no, no. no, Let's get straight to the point. I'm not giving you a dissertation. No, full stop. Mm -hmm. Done. And Rosa Parks sat on that bus and they were like, will you get up, you little nigga? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. And And that, in that moment... Changed, she said the, the most the as well right of our history mm-hmm. collectively yeah no is a powerful 
powerful, powerful statement. It's a full sentence. Yeah. And especially for black women, that no is important. Mm. Yes. No full stop. Yes. So that is my, that's what I would say oh, that I my word is. I agree with that statement. Yes. It's true. You know how people like to beat around the bush? They'd be like, no, because of this, no, just say no. no hell no. no. I'd hell no yeah. in it if you want to. Yeah. It's true. And my and therapist. It's so important as a black woman, like you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and my what? therapist stressed it as well. She was just like, you don't have to get used to being uncomfortable mm-hmm. with yeah. that that space feeling that you do after no when yes. you say no and then and the person's then like looking at you <laughs> it's like, like what, what, you, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was entitled to all of your life <laughs> and she just says get comfortable with just no yeah, done just, and, and that's, that's it, it. don't that's give it. an explanation just staring at them you know that gif where they're both looking they're at each other and the guy yeah, just look, just look, cock your head to the side, like, yeah, 100%. I also feel like we need to, like, really change the fact that we think about no and have con- negative connotations with it. Mm. It's actually really positive. It's true. It can be very, very positive. Like you said, you um, referenced Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. When she said no, that made a huge positive yes. impact on the whole oh, world. Yes, of yes, course. So definitely. no is not always something, oh, that's bad or you're necessarily depriving me. You can com- you can sometimes be in the complete opposite. So. And um, Nayira Wahid, Nayira Wahid in one of her poems says that no might make them angry, but it will make you free. It's so come the, and I just I remind myself all of the time that because obviously true. we're saying it's a positive yeah. impact yeah, but at the time course. on that bus yeah. people were ready to rock you see like, what do you mean what do you mean she, just, she you stood mean? her ground right? yeah. and, and there is that immediate and there is that immediate kind of backlash when you say no to someone especially mm-hmm. when they're used to getting things from yeah. you for free yeah. all of the time mm-hmm. and yes. you say no um, they because boundary setting is so difficult for people to understand and the reason we're so Uh scared of boundaries is because people get upset when you say to them actually you can't come past this point Mm. anymore and then they'll fight back and be like well what do you mean I've always come past that point Mm. wait 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 what do you mean yes that is the truth access denied (laughs) 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 wrong passcode I love that one that is the best word of the week no no just stop that is it it's true, that was a good one. Well, how has everyone's week been? Let's start with you, spiritual baddie. My week was great. Mm-hmm. It feels good to be guided. It feels good to be protected. It feels yeah. good for the greatness of each week to spill over to the next one. Oh, yes. yes. I hear now, that. I'm in LA, grounded, mm. humble, um, highly satisfied, mm. pure well-being, peace. My week. Oh, I'm so jealous. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, isn't it? <laughs> I had to be, you know, careful with my words. How was your week? Yeah, Kashmir. Um, my week's been interesting, to be honest. I think knowing that. Um, you know, last week I said it's improved. Mm. This week I think I had the time to reflect. And you know how um, I get really oh, emotional yeah. about set situations mm. and stuff. And um, being a mum, a single mum, mm. a single parent mum, you go through certain situations and certain obstacles. And knowing that you're going to 
alone by yourself mm. you're trying because you have to be strong for your child mm. yeah. and but there's times where you, you're going to have your breakdowns you're going to have moments where you cry and get mm. emotional think oh my gosh am I good enough am I doing am mm. I playing my part right for mum am I playing right for myself am I achieving this or achieving yeah. that and you start overthinking and then I kind of realised that I think it's okay to um to like cry sometimes mm-hmm. because if you because yeah. I'm the type of person I don't talk about my feelings I don't mm. tell anyone because I'm thinking if I tell someone that they ain't going to help me that's why I always think mm. that way mm. but I realise maybe sometimes it's good to just to talk or sometimes it's good to cry because mm. when you hold it in for so long it the, it just it bundles up you, yeah, yeah it consumes you and you become so like and you come become so like I don't know I felt this week I had time to just flush out all the negative stuff I felt all the, the bad vibes and just cry and mm. after oh, when I nice. cried I felt like you know what now after I cry I'm going to get back up now and yeah. Do what I have to do, not just for me, but for my son too. So I think this was a good week to reflect on a lot of things that I've been through the past almost six years. Wow. Oh, and okay. now I was thinking, no, cashmates, it, don't try to put yourself in that bubble anymore. Mm. You're moving forward. You have to know that things are not going to be the same how it is now. It's going to mm. improve. It's going to take time. So you just have to keep working towards it. Mm. So I think I had time to reflect on bettering myself as a person and make sure I'm focused on the one most important thing my son to make sure mm. I give him mm. the best quality of life that I can so I think it's more that reflective week great. for me so I was really okay. you know I was really happy that and I feel more like more like the, the um you know, have a weight on your shoulder. I feel yeah. like it's been lifted Gone. now. Yeah. So I feel mm. more more refreshed. Mm. I'm just, yeah, so I'm just looking for whatever's going to come my way. I'm just going to take it with both hands and hope for the best. That's so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. And Kashmir, it's funny yeah. that you used the word um, reflect. Yeah. Like, that's so good to hear because, like, right now is the time to refresh, mm-hmm. reflect, like, in regards to astrology. And it's just been the harvest full moon, which means, like, mm. it's all about harvesting and reflecting yeah. on everything that you've learned, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important as well because we're coming into uh, Venus going into retrograde. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. means that like karmic cycles or the work that we haven't done, um, the relationships that we haven't really Mm -hmm. learned our lessons from are going to pop back up again. So whether if it's... Is that really the case? Yeah, so... Wait, what's... Oh, shit. What now? What now? But no, it's, you know, these things are important because life, the universe gives us so many chances. We we came here with an assignment. We did. We chose our assignment That's before we came terrible. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, once we entered like this physical body, there is that amnesia. And the whole process mm-hmm. of being here is the remembering of what we chose to do yeah. and, and the mm-hmm. listening of the, the inner voice that still remembers what we chose to do and um, when we have the things when we find the planets are moving and they're doing their dance Mm -hmm. that is a reminder to us as well different aspects of our life so we know the things that we're here to do and so uh, Venus Mm -hmm. going into retrograde Venus being about love and Mm -hmm. you know beauty sorry what does retrograde mean so it starts going backwards on itself or it appears to be going backwards okay yeah Um, so yeah so the energy that that means from But yes, oh Rachel Baddy, your name says everything all around. <laughs> but yeah, just all those lessons we haven't learned, it comes back. All of those twin flames, all of those mm-hmm. kind of people that we have as soulmates, because I think people believe that soulmates, you're meant to be with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually soulmates, mm-hmm. I think, are just signposts to remind oh, us no. of... Um, what we came here to do and the lessons we need to learn and they sometimes oh, they're reflections well. of ourselves so oh yeah, you true. um if you find between like october and november people are just popping up um you know or text messages or just things oh that my you should God. Have <laughs> that is 
But are you going to do the same thing that you did last time? No. No, no that's what I'm I don't not. want to do. And that's it. And this is why no is important because the no's that we tell um, situations, the universe will know what we actually want. But if you keep saying yes to all the fuckery, you're going to keep getting the fuckery. So say no to these things when they come up. Let's the universe know that, oh, this bitch is learning. I'm just oh saying, God. thinking about all the messages that have come up from people and people that I'm trying, like, well, no, not trying true. to, but like, people that are like coming back into my life. Yeah, right it's no, it's wild. True. Okay, Venus. It makes, <laughs> no, it's true because it becomes more of a okay, habit if you allow it to keep happening. Yeah. It's going to continue. <laughs> no, I hear. Oh my yeah. God! And then you'll be like, oh, but why is my life doing the same thing? But well, you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing. And gosh. and I feel like being um, a Libra and being ruled by Venus. Um, it's especially I find it especially difficult because you want to be friends and partnered with everybody yeah. and have, but no some people are just fuck people it's and, and like, it's a big yes. lesson for me it's a life lesson for me mm-hmm. like just because people come back mm-hmm. doesn't mean you accept them back it's just like look cool cool I understand that you have now realised the error of your ways mm. but you still Good need to you. stay all the over way there. over there <laughs> 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 yeah. far, far oh it. my god <laughs> it's true yeah. well, it's where were you oh, okay, yeah, come, come back oh, Jesus oh Christ <laughs> <laughs> I am not Jesus Kalechi where were Kalechi where were you a month ago in my life you know <laughs> 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 if I heard this I'm deadly serious mm. wow oh, no it's gosh. true how was your week, Miles? Um, yeah, Murray was good. Like, I was on stage all week last week, which was, like, really good. It was taxing. I haven't done that for a while. Um, but, you know, enjoyed the shows. Um, busy, like, preparing for Black History Month, mm. um, which is exciting. Um, I went back to Bristol and saw a load of family. Like you said, Kalachi, actually, you're saying about how relationships and people will come back. Mm-hmm. Um so my family, we've actually gone into like a therapy, like because mm. we're not mm. as close as we would like to be, and it's mm. been a That's process. And, you know, black people in oh, therapy and stuff. Like, yeah, I remember mentioning it years ago. My dad was like, "What? Mm. No, mm-hmm. like not for it." But no, we've like we started, so it's good. And I'm, it's it's hard, it's tough, mm-hmm. but I'm. I definitely urge anyone out there that isn't like getting on with their families and stuff to seek help like that because I think it's so valuable mm-hmm. so um but yeah it's been a fun week i cooked for all of them which yes. was good made a load of nigerian food it's nigerian independence day today so <laughs> exactly oh yeah I, I don't forget that it's a fucking lie <laughs> speaking about remembering that you're nigerian if you look behind you kalechi there's a little bag because i've been trying oh. to get you for months i couldn't come to your live show because i was performing oh yeah and i've been saying i need to bring you some food though so you have there <laughs> you. They can just enjoy. This is true love. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Wow. Love you, sis. Enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, Thank man. you. This is amazing. Yeah, man. Happy Nigerian independence. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm gonna be here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep popping back up. Like, <laughs> didn't invite you. <laughs> yeah, but you know. <laughs> But yeah, I had a good week. Saw fam, saw friends. Uh, and yeah, do you know what? If I'm going to put, not 100% on my business side, but I've like just started like, not. <laughs> like, so what? I've kind of like started seeing someone. Oh! 
But like they've now gone away and I'm so used to because like I can sometimes feel that especially as a performer Mm. and someone that works so hard that I can deprive myself or I naturally get deprived or take myself away from places where people show me love. For example, Mm. I used to live with my family having to move to London at 15. I wasn't in a loving family unit. Like mm-hmm. so straight away I I wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. And like always been on the go and like not necessarily going out all the time with friends or doing what other people are doing, so I'm focusing on learning a monologue mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. bullshit. Like I end up as soon as I get someone that fits into my life that gives me that kind of attention, I like I'm willing to like stop everything like invest yeah. so, so much because yeah. I'm like because yeah. to me I don't get it that often but I've tried to be like really not I don't want to say play it cool because the minute you start playing anything you're doing games mm-hmm. and I ain't got yeah. time for mm-hmm. that but I've just tried to do things differently and say no like mm. you said mm-hmm. the word of the week like yeah. no I'm mm. not going to do it like this again yeah. I'm going to be my authentic self but I'm just yeah. going to be wise with it and, yes. and know myself yes. whilst taking actions or showing yeah whatever but mm-hmm. it's been good and i'm enjoying and now <laughs> yeah i'm just here just recording with you guys and excited for the week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how was your week Kalechi? um my week as ever is just busy 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 running the studio dealing with like day-to-day family life and mm-hmm. it's just a lot and then obviously doing all of the TV stuff, interview bits yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's just always busy or writing something. It's forever, yeah. forever, just on the go. But I just have to try and balance it out. So mm-hmm. I was meant to judge the Jollof Festival over the weekend. Jollof Festival? Can yeah, I come? Yeah, it's happened. Oh. It's happened. You were like, what? I was meant to be one of the judges. But yeah. on the day, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. And, and that's no. okay. Yeah, just that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it because the tiredness is really, really real when you're trying to do everything. Yes. And I think yeah. that that's the thing, especially when you do this sort of thing, you feel like you have to sh- because you've been invited to all of the things. You yeah. have to go to all of the things because you want to. You appreciate the people yeah. that are inviting you, but yeah. again, it's about boundary Boundaries, setting, and you can't go to everything. You it's literally true, cannot. It's true. Right? It's true. You can't. You can. Yeah. You can't. And also, like being someone passionate about their work, if you, as soon as you start spreading yourself thin, mm-hmm. the work that you and up putting that you'll be on that panel exactly. you're in sometimes you're doing them a service yeah. 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 you don't want it you today don't want it. Yeah. You, don't. you really <laughs> don't because you will not get the 100% <laughs> you, get you won't it, at all even dinner like I love going to dinner and stuff and I was meant to go with uh, one of the people I know to your watcher um, that's in Soho. Oh, wow. It's like a dim okay. sum that I love it. It's like mm-hmm. Michelin starred, like the food bangs severely. <laughs> and Ooh. I was meant to go there, looking forward to going out with the, um, you know, the girls dressing yeah. up. But no, again, I cancelled because I was like, I won't be much fun. So, I'm yeah. very, yeah. very yeah. tired. tired. No. And to people, it might be like, oh, but I was really looking forward to it. But you won't even enjoy it at the end of the day when you're talking. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to this yeah. energy and I give you the real it's energy. True. Exactly. And what? And now think, is, what's wrong? Exactly. And it might not necessarily be anything wrong. I'm just tired and you know so it's those kind of things where I think that we have a responsibility to ourselves and to Mm -hmm. other people when we know that our energy is not where it should be just keep it just stay stay away and really hone it and then look at our energies and figure out how to you know bring it back up again or just rest and let it come back up in its own time but it's I feel like when you're tired in that state you're more susceptible to being irritated so things that you don't yeah. even take yes. you don't take it that seriously they say something and you're like who are you talking to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's 
happened. I don't blame you. Right? It's the truth. It's and the then truth. you're having to fix all of the shit. Yeah, later afterwards, later, later on. on. Literally and you were like, did I really me. say that? Was right. that me? It's true. No, it's true. Like, I'm normally there. like quite forgiving, I think. But I something similar happened to me. I was at work. I was on stage and I was super, super tired. I can't remember why. And there's a minute where I have to like pretend to like, I'm literally standing right next to the stage, like wings. So mm. right, exit the stage. And I meant to pretend to like fall off. But where I was so tired, I actually fell onto <laughs> like, oh not on stage, like oh, off stage. Yeah. So like, all that, like, the crew were like, oh my God, Miles, but this is actually what <laughs> they didn't say, oh my God, you okay? Like, yeah. I fell to the ground, hands like on the floor mm. and then got up and then just started like running to where I need to do my quick change. Because I'm thinking, oh, people are going to be coming everyone's exiting the stage I was mm. just the first off and I'm taking my time because I fell over on the floor like let me run and get out of the way mm. so I'm not in anyone's way and I get told by people don't run that's all that that's all <laughs> I got don't what? run after everyone had seen me drop fall on the floor no one said are you, are you okay? Yeah. Are we going to have to cancel the show? Did you break your leg? Like, yeah. it was don't run. And normally I'd be like, fine with it, but because I was tired, I was just like, you said, wow, well, thanks guys, don't worry, I'm okay, the show will go on, because, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but then I later acknowledged, like, oh, I know I did that because yeah, I was tired, so. like, you had a moment, Miles. Well, let's get straight into the show uh, with Melanin Magnificence. Who wants to go first? mind okay well i want to give it to this young lady well a woman actually her name goes by shirley rains basically she's a hairdresser and a makeup artist Mm. she's from america and she started doing like help you know the homeless like lives you know there's a lot of homeless people Mm -hmm. in america so she started helping out the homeless by providing them with food and also dressing them up making them feel confident and stuff and i thought i was really that really touched my heart like it says here she showers the homeless with camp camping showers washes colors their hair provides makeup and feeds them a lot of these individuals are like on a rough time in life and she said a lot of women were interested in how she does her makeup and hair Mm. and she was like you know what instead of just feeding you i'm gonna make you look pretty i'm gonna give you that that stand-up thing like you turn up your hair turn up your nails and she did all of that and it was like it was nice to see someone doing that for the community because of course there's a lot of homeless people especially in America mm-hmm. like the numbers mm-hmm. have gone up and for someone to actually see that let me try and help them build up their confidence and hope that hopefully things will turn around for them yeah. so I think it just it's good to know that someone's out there giving a helping hand and she's a young black lady who just said you know what I'm going to be that, that change yeah. in the world that would need people like that's that amazing. and I think that, that that's what's important to me that we all do activism in our yeah. own way yeah. yes <laughs> and it's about um that kind of grassroots activism. Not all of us need to be like going to protests and obviously bodies matter. Going yeah. to protests and things matter. Yeah. But if you're out there actually literally helping your community. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, like um, one of my favorite cards in the tarot deck, because I love tarot, mm-hmm. is um, the six of pentacles or the six of coins where you see a person giving mm-hmm. to um, the are people who are asking for money mm. I don't like that word begging but they're asking for money yeah. and he's giving them mm-hmm. um, and they're uh, p- positioned in a lower position to him mm-hmm. you know on the card and I just think that it's interesting because people think that the honour is in um, the person who's receiving when actually the honour is for the person who is giving you mm-hmm. should be um, g- glad that the universe has afforded you an opportunity Where to be can. of service to yes. somebody else yeah. because it's only when you give that you truly receive yes. Yes. and we all have something oh, that we could girl. possibly mm-hmm. give you know it doesn't yeah. have to be money but it if you have time, a talent, talent or, or something or, give, yeah. give it to others and mm-hmm. help them in a way that only you can mm-hmm. and 
and that makes a difference because mm. people think charity, charity it's has to be money to money. Yes. But no, it's sometimes just talking to someone. Like yeah. when I'm walking down the street, if I do see someone like um, that's houseless or whatever, I will be like, oh, you know what? Um, hi, what's your name? Even, but you know, while giving them something, I'll ask them about themselves because sometimes people just want to be seen. Yeah. You know, and rather than to talk to, right? Yeah, so I just think it's wonderful that she's doing that because mm-hmm. you get blessed abundantly when you are doing yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. your your blessings can only increase. I know. That's amazing. That's nice. Yeah, no, honestly, her name? her name was called Shirley Rains. Like Shirley. I, when I saw, I was like, I was touched. I was like, it was nice to see someone doing mm. and not just feeling. She was like, I'm gonna make you look beautiful. You know, mm. some, they feel like I don't feel pretty anymore. No, yeah. you're gonna feel pretty today, and I'm gonna make sure. And it was just nice to see that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I felt a little warm. I was like, that's Aww. nice. There's some nice people in this world, and it's yeah. really. I hope people do more of this. Like, oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, I know. Oh. Who does yours go to, spiritual buddy? So mine goes to a male called Simon Frederick. He Simon is Frederick. an artist. He's a photographer, yeah. a director, yeah. all you know, of yeah. that. <laughs> Um, the reason I'm giving him it because he's known for um, Black is the New Black. It was a documentary, mm-hmm. um, okay. including... Um, Black British Achievement and it actually has just opened an exhibition in the National Portrait Gallery which oh, is actually oh, in America yes yeah, yes did he shoot Naomi Campbell board. yeah Naomi Campbell's in it and yes I'm and Cherub McDonald yeah I read about this Newton is in it as well um, wow yeah so that's yeah. in America until early 2019 so wow. that's great because us black Brits are getting some acknowledgement in America. Yeah, because yes, Americans yes, have been trying us the past few months. They really oh, have been trying us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but not even it's that. Like, they, like, people in America, they don't think that black black people in the UK exist. Like, they don't even know we exist. Like, And when we mm. say that, we yeah. say they start crying. I know, they just know they do. Shut up! You don't know black! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When the guy is, we know black way more than they do. Half of them I don't even know where they come true. from. There's a bag of people. That I've been true. like, wait, where, where, where are you? They're like, oh, black. And I'm like, oh, yeah, where from? They're like, black, but, um, Manhattan. Like, my, but, but where but are you from where? originally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, but I think that that's why. I think that that's why that identity is so important to them because um, so many of us can know exactly yeah. where we're from, yes. the village that we're from. So that's why I don't fight over the term black because mm-hmm. if that's what you want and I'm not black, black, all right, cool, keep it, yeah. keep it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have so many other things to identify by. Mm-hmm. If you need the specific one, yeah. fam, I'm not fighting you. Do your thing. Go wild. It's true. But no, Simon Frederick is like amazing and. I presented the Screen Nation Awards with him earlier on this year. Seriously? Yeah, so, and he was great to work with, like, and his style is impeccable. He dresses so well. Just a baby boy. Yeah. Big things. Is he cute? He's cute. He's an older guy. He's cute in an older guy way. In an older guy way. In an older guy way. Maybe he might be like, that's a bit disrespectful, but he's handsome in that kind of refined older guy way, but dresses really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Well, my uh, melanin magnificence goes to a lady by the name of Anuska Clark. Now, uh, she is London born Mm. and she put on a charity event at her house. Uh, where her family helped like uh, bake cakes and they like made food and did games Aww. and sold things, and it was for the charity Macmillan Cancer Support. Nice. And they do some really really amazing work. I've worked with them in the past, and um, her and her family helped raise nine hundred pounds or just over or just under um, for the charity. And again, I just think it's not something that was 
or is going to be all over the metro and stuff mm. like that. It mm. is just a, a young black girl wanting to help out, didn't need to rent out a big fancy hall and be all glam about it. She mm. used the family home, used her family to help support her and to create things, had a fun night, invited friends and r- raised an incredible amount of money for charity. That's and amazing. I think things like that go too, mm. too missed. And we feel like you said before, our oh, charity needs to be not necessarily glorified, but mm. I feel like at times it can be. And the fact that she's just done it in her own time, in her own yeah. house, mm-hmm. it, and raised so much, I just think is really respectable and, in, and inspiring. And we all, hopefully we all like live somewhere and have a roof over our heads. What's stopping us from doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's something that absolutely everyone can do. Yeah, yeah it's true. So I just think that's amazing. Uh, and yeah, that just is melanin, melanin magnificence for me. So <laughs> but, but. go you girl. Thank Do you have one first, Kalechi? Who? Um, my melanin magnificence goes out to Sienna Bangura. Um, okay. She is a true, true uh, baby girl. She's wonderful. So Sienna. Um, one second. Yeah. So to cut you short, you've said baby girl a few times. I hope people from our show, because we've given you melanin magnificence before, <laughs> and we've told people to listen to your show. People might not know what you mean by baby girl, baby boy. What? What do you mean? Is so, it- oh, so on my show, I say baby girl, baby boy, baby non-binary, because some people just don't ascribe yeah. <laughs> to those. Um, so I think it's important to remember that. But whatever I mean by adding the prefix baby, to mm-hmm. me, it's just about remembering that you're a child of the universe and like the most Ooh. metaphysical aspect of the term. Mm-hmm. Other people just say it like, oh, I'm a baby girl. But to me, honestly, you are a child of the universe and you yes. are, the universe is part of you and you are a part of the universe. Yes. And you're and it's, there's um, the desiderata of happiness when Max Ehrman says that you are no less than the trees and the stars. Like, you have a definite right to be mm-hmm. here. And oftentimes mm-hmm. we feel like we're insignificant. But if you remember that everything that's here is here and you work in culmination with it and it's actually here to serve you, like whether it's the trees, whether it's that everything is here Mm -hmm. to serve you as you are here to serve it, that then you go ahead and you live your best life because you understand that essentially when we break it all down, you were meant to thrive. You were meant to thrive. And that's why you couldn't kill all the black people then because Because we were meant to to thrive. (laughs) And Audre Lorde says it about, um, you know, the litany uh, for survival that we were never meant to survive yet here we are so because we're Mm -hmm. here that is a great testament to the fact that like we're meant to be here stunting on every hose yes (laughs) so so I just feel like you have to you know you have to do that you have to live as a child that is like being held by the universe Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my baby girl baby boy when I look at people who are really like living up to that thing where you can just genuinely see that they understand that they're meant to be here yeah, yeah. and they're living their best life because mm-hmm. of it and that's what Sienna is to me like she um, is an alumni from Cambridge University and, and I used to be like ah oh, these bougie bitches yeah. <laughs> but you know it matters that people like her have gone to those institutions and, and studied there and they're still giving back to the community 100% um, when before I started doing any of this stuff she was the one of the first people she had an organisation called No Fly on the Wall um, 
And she was one of the first people to book me and be like, oh, can you do a workshop talking to black women about fitness, health and, you know, mm. fitness and things like that. And that was one of the first workshops I ever did. And then from then I just did so many. And I think it's important to remember the people that put you on. Yeah. And Sienna's one of those people. And mm. the most important thing for me is that Sienna um, was working on a film called 1500 and Counting, which is about police brutality in the oh, UK. Wow. And wow. Uh, since 1990, there have been 1500 cases of police brutality for black people against black people in the UK and counting and since then obviously we've had more, more and my yeah. brother mm -hmm. being included yeah. in that yeah. as well that, yeah. Um, yeah. whether they are uh, you know killed or um, I don't know paralysed or because you know Sheku Bayou is one that they focus on yeah. as well mm -hmm. there's so many instances of like the police moving mad and we don't talk about it enough because people think that oh it's not a big deal but if we look at the um population of black mm -hmm. people in the UK yeah. um, with the um, numbers of people who are um, uh, you know who suffer police brutality in the UK it's disproportionate it's actually mm -hmm. mad mm -hmm. when we look at it um, in terms of proportions it's actually more it's, than the US yeah. yes. because there aren't many of us here and there's so many yeah there's so many you know many cases and um, that's why I think it's wonderful what she's doing because she's highlighting that she uh, did an Indiegogo to raise funds for the film and she's still actively working at this all of the time and there's what yeah, is the film called one, again 1500 and counting 1500 and, and counting. it's the counting that bothers me yeah because yeah. it's not it's, the it's, okay, nah, yeah, it's, there's more. we there's are more. still counting you know there, yeah. so it's using your art to affect change and like we've yeah. been saying like there are different ways to do activism mm -hmm. and I yeah. think that that way is incredible yeah. um, all of the ways are incredible but I love that she's using her artistry to do something about it Oh, wow. Yes. I felt that one. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, what a way to get into Black History Month. Like, we're talking about the change thing. There's a quote that I heard. I don't know. You know Notorious B.I.G.? I know this sounds yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in the movie, P. Diddy, or, or where the, the guy playing P. Diddy, mm. he said... I think it was him or P did it. Wait, was it notorious? Wait, he said basically you can't change the world unless you change yourself. Yeah, and I was like, that's, that's true. Deep. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow, that was exactly. Deep. Wow, that's true. Wicked. So it's time for Miles measures now. Not much really. Yeah, not much really happened. But like, shall I? What shall I start with? Good things or bad things? We don't mind. I don't, don't mind. mind. Don't yeah. mind. Okay, let's just go. Right, <laughs> so... He's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, this is a bit of a grey area. So Bill Cosby was sentenced to three to ten years this week. Um, I find this, like... This is a real great area for me because lots of people are divided on how much he should have got, yeah. um, if, if he did it or not, yeah. like no one mm. knows. Um, however, he has been accused, I think it was 63, 63 people have come forward and said that he has raped them and I don't think they can all be making things up. Mm. But then again, there is a point, I wasn't in the room. When it happened, of course. Uh, when it happened, know, yeah. I will never know. I can just look at the what we've got on the table and it looks pretty much like he did do it. However, people are now bringing up people like Donald Trump, who is running a country mm. uh, and has openly been openly been filmed groping women, talking mm. about grabbing their vaginas, yeah, you know, all of these things. And he's walking around guilt-free, nothing's 
nothing's being done about mm. it. Uh, so I think personally, in my opinion, mm. justice was served mm. if he did do it. Well done. Um, I wanted to know you guys' thoughts on the sentence and if you think it's fair, basically. I think that it's ludicrous that we're still debating whether Bill Cosby did any of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what more proof do you need? Yeah. Um, it, like, it, it, it's so funny, the casual kind of misogyny that we all play a part in. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about violence towards women, well, well let's all have a big old debate yeah. about whether it did or didn't happen. happen. Fam, 60 people yeah. didn't Forward. know themselves. Yes. What, they all tapped into some kind of collective matrix and they all decided that they were going to come and <laughs> accuse him. <laughs> <laughs> no, because also they all accused them at different times. Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't they speak up sooner? Well, you don't know the reality the of pressures. being um, sexual, yeah. um, sexually assaulted. Being a As a victim of child abuse or sexual child abuse, I know how many years it took me to even speak about that. But you want to turn around and say to people, well, why didn't you speak sooner? Whether they spoke sooner or they spoke later, they you spoke. still would not have believed yeah, them. Of course. But it yeah. still comes down to the fact that you wouldn't have believed anyway. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, the way that people now kind of play uh, play with it in their head is like, oh, well, Donald Trump is still out there, fam. Yeah. But R. Kelly's still out there. Yeah. A number of other black <laughs> men are, are still out, out there, there right yeah. now yes. who have done similar things. Mm-hmm. They got this one. But look, 60 people spoke up and it still wasn't enough. Like, they still had yeah. to um and ah. Yeah. And um, most of those were disregarded in court because of the statutes of limitations, which yes. I think is another matter. Yes. I, I should be able to come out. 50 years from now and speak about something that happened to me. You can't tell me that no other time has passed for yeah, you to be able so to speak no. about no. it. No. Maybe, yeah. And so that that's why we only had one woman at the forefront of it. And it's important that it even uh. had to be a white woman or a white person woman, I don't even know her heritage, but we had to have this visibly white woman come and be the one As that the people face. talk seriously Sling, because yes. when it's black women and black like, bodies, no. you don't yeah. care. And yeah. that's why R. Kelly is still out there because it's he true. specifically targets black, black women. women. Yeah, yes. black working class girls. Yeah. Because yeah? it was middle class or and higher. Even women, girls. Right, <laughs> girls, specifically girls. Mm. And no one really cares, you know, in society at large about black girls, not as, especially about black working class girls. Mm. So he gets away with it because they don't even have the financial um, robustness to be able to take him on so these families are just quiet and like they're shut up with money mm-hmm. his brother was willing to go down for him to like take take the blame for him and things like that what? like these it's a it's a system of power mm-hmm. you know we talk about all the time that sexual assault is not about sex it's about power mm-hmm. and so then for you to waste time now going well why is donald trump still walking around Mm-hmm. Because you are you forgetting that we exist in a white supremacist patriarchal system? Yes, yes. Bang. And he would still be able to walk around. And, and because why is he supporting? Because when it comes to white women, they are willing to put their womanhood to the side mm-hmm. to support whiteness. whiteness. Of course. And so that's why they will support him because they mm-hmm. still are very much invested in upholding white supremacy. It will still benefit them. It will still benefit them. White privilege. Right. And ultimately, the reason that they'll do that is because white supremacist patriarchy has promised them that they are the ones that all of this is being done for we are protecting white feminine purity so therefore that's still in your mind and you will fight for that thing you will have a misplaced sense of loyalty to that thing because you've mm-hmm. been promised that actually it's you that it's protecting but it's not protecting you it's actually like pathologizing and killing yes, you specifically yes. but you'll buy into that so cool so when it comes to Donald Trump I don't give a shit about Donald Trump yeah. I don't give a shit about Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about Roman Polanski mm-hmm. or Woody, Woody Allen they all need to get they of all course. need to get gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of them need to, but that 100%. doesn't mean that. Oh well, we why did we get Bill Cosby? Yeah. 
Well, because he was the one that got got this time. Yeah, yeah. not because he's like and Harvey Weinstein a life sentence anyway. So Harvey Weinstein isn't getting off easily either. And you should think about the fact that the more that these people are speaking up, even people like Terry Crews, because we don't talk about black men and the ways that they've been assaulted, and because of the way that we've got this kind of black hyper masculinity that's enforced on black men, they don't speak about it. Mm -hmm. Look at all the black men that were running jokes when Terry Crews was out there going like this happened to me. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah, fifty cent got the belt that week, (laughs) right? They all think it's hilarious, but what what black men are watching, black boys are watching that and going, okay, so I should never speak about anything that happens to me. Otherwise, show emotions. That's why a lot of them are committing suicide because their mental health and stuff like that. Confronting these emotions, I can't and they just want to right. But but why it's important, like people like Terry Crews and other people going, you know what? No. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not taking it anymore. I'm speaking out about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Means that they are um, let they're legitimizing our stance to be able to speak up about the things that happen to us as well. And mm-hmm. the person he was speaking about the bills that they wanted to pass have now been passed. So yeah. those things matter. Um, in Nigeria, there's a case of a girl who's a student. Um, she went to Unilag, I think, and her um, professor gave her a bad mouth and mark intentionally so she wouldn't pass the year. And he oh said that she gosh. had to sleep with him for him to change <gasps> yeah. the mark. And she recorded a phone conversation with him saying that he's only going to change it from a fail um, to like a C or something if she sleeps with him five times what? and she's like what? five times five so times just to get a C but just for a C she was like what no no and so um, CNN covered it so many people covered it because again when even with that proof men men were walking up to her at the bank whenever they saw her publicly and they were like look at you you you, you and your stupid are you joking fem- you and your stupid feminist ideals you whore call uh, her whore after he's the one who Oh, whatever. So backwards. What, what we're looking at Nigeria, is a, it? yeah, that's mm. not Nigeria. So we're looking at a culture of um of of people who are mm-hmm. just happy to be like women. Shut up and accept it. Mm. And so when you say to me, oh well. Um, Donald Trump still walking about what mm-hmm. I'm hearing is wait why can't black men have equal rights to abuse women the way that white people do mm-hmm. and then you need yeah. to play that back to yourself and ask if your head is correct yeah. yes 100% that, no that's true Mm-mm. next on the list we've got Kanye West so uh, <laughs> he <laughs> he wants to be known now as Ye nay she said I'm going to the beach she said on saying that also tweeted a picture of him wearing a make America great again hat (gasps) and he's saying this represents good and America becoming whole again Mm. we will no longer outsource to other countries we build factories here in America and create jobs. Mm. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Message sent with love. And he's on, well, there's like a private jet with his... Stupid in that damn hat. Or in the background. And yeah, this hat. I feel I'm... I'm I actually am very, very lost for words these days with Kanye West because... I think he's sick. He's, yeah, he definitely <laughs> is. He definitely is. I but I also feel like he plays on it. Mm. I really do believe that. Um, and I don't want to like mental health shame him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he does use it for his own personal gain. To, to 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 stay relevant. Mm. And in all fairness, I feel like he does it successfully. I don't think it, it, it is something to be proud of. Mm. Uh, I think it's 
kind of disgusting, very fucking disgusting at that. But um, yeah, I feel like all all of these crazy things that he's doing now, taking pictures of Donald Trump, putting up pictures like that, wearing that hat. I feel like I don't think he's very genuine with it now I used to think he was I used mm. to think he was like this creative genius mm. and like he does all of these things for like a reason now I feel like it's all shock factor mm. what are you guys thoughts on that go on Cash well, kind of I just I don't know I love what I because I think he's an idiot that's what yes. I completely say I don't know what he's what he's quoting there. I don't know what he's posting I don't know what's, what he's trying to state but all I I just I just, I just really want him to get some help. Mm. And for, for some reason, I think, like, I used to like him back then with his music and stuff like that. Same. But over the years, he's become... Even now, um, some of it, like, I hate to say it, but he's got... A, <laughs> I don't even want to plug his music. <laughs> but he does have a song out right now. It is a bop. But him as a person... Not Overall. Not his creative sometimes content. Sometimes I think... I don't know, but as you said, I think he does it for attention. I don't mm. know, because if yeah. he's really serious, do you think he really acts on what he's doing? Like, I haven't really... I don't know, I just seems like he will state things, but I don't see action behind it. So maybe he's just doing it for attention. I don't know. But if he really, I don't, I don't I know. I think it is. He's, I think he's really confused. I honestly feel like if I had a chance to meet him, I'd go up to him and be like, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need help? Should I hold your hand? I don't know. There's something, uh, I don't pay much attention. To me, I yeah. find him as a joker, to be honest. Uh, it's like, ugh. I, d- I can't be bothered with him to be honest yeah. I don't know I just think he just want people to react by him wearing that exactly. he just wants beef he just want argument he want all the black people to come and be like what the hell he just he wants to see the drama He that's what he likes so I'm not entertaining that I just look past him and be like Ugh, you're an yeah. idiot basically yeah. that's what I can really say he's still dancing yeah. to his music yeah. I don't know maybe, maybe some, there's some music yeah. that's still popular like, yeah but mm. sometimes I'm like no I, I just have to stop myself and be like I realise who, who played the, made the music I'm like Kanye West that nigga no yeah. <laughs> You spiritual buddy? Yeah, I don't listen to him. I mean, he needs help. He needs. I, he's got. He's got mental health issues. Whether that comes down to some type mm-hmm. of personality disorder or or a, a range of <laughs> things or something that makes him thingy for attention. And I don't know. He's got mental health issues, or he's serving something doppy. I don't know what doppy them. <laughs> <laughs> something doppy if it's not a mental health issue. For both of them reasons, he mm. literally needs help. And I think I don't know. I think like it. It really does cast importance on like. Um, like gr- when when you're grieving, I mean, his when his mum mm. passed after his mum passed and being That's in the limelight and not being able to heal, I think people don't understand. I think like people don't understand how how much it takes to to heal from something like that you you can maybe never heal from it and maybe that's just an offset mm. maybe he's never healing from it and he's that's where his issues lay lay i don't know but so you think this is how he's handling it then with him yeah like uh, i don't even i don't look into him i don't read anything about him i don't listen to him i don't look at his tweets i, I like i literally don't know but all i know mm. is that he needs help whatever situation he's in i hope he gets the help that he needs I think when he when he first when his mom died and everything and you start acting out, I think okay maybe he's acting out because of the loss. But over the I'm thinking mm. it's been he's, it's been dragging on too much now. Like the way but he hasn't definitely since then. But he's he's actually not even been supporting a lot of his mum. Like his mum's got a charity. And yeah. he's supporting it at, or and nothing. Then he gave Kim all of that leeway to go and chat shit about the guy that was actually helping. Yeah, yeah I saw that. No. I was and like, she then the made fun of him for having fake Yeezys. I said, look at your. Is this your queen? Fake Yeezys. She's arguing. But I just oh think my like, god. As with, with her you, little bug body, we, bug black right? body. Like. We always give, we always give, especially when it comes to black men, we always give them this allowance yeah. um, w- um, when they're doing all of these very...
very, very violent things. Yeah. And yes. because we're like, oh, because he's been through this, or because he's been through that, would we allow a black woman to move this mad mm-hmm. on the public sphere? Like, we would not. We would, no, have, no. we would have ignored her from ages, ages ago. ago. Yeah, but true. every time we're giving Kanye more leeway, mm-hmm. and it's like, look at who he chose to wife. Yeah. What more mm-hmm. do you want as an example of someone who's in the sunken place? Like, look at who the he sunken chose. Place. Like, no, like, the guy's not okay. He's but not. I think that. Worse than that, he's partnered with someone who trolls black people constantly for yep. relevance. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are with someone like that, any member of the Kardashian family, but specifically Kim, you this is someone who has made her entire M- M- empire on taking from blackness. Black yes. And so all you are is ra- basically an IV drip of black yep. black relevance for her. Oh, 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 IV drip. He's going to run out. He's mm-hmm. gonna run out of relevance the way of he's course, going. He's gonna definitely. run out of relevance, and therefore Thank he won't be useful God. to her anymore. And she's gonna take all her children, and she's gonna bounce and move on yeah. to the next black guy yeah. that's culturally significant yeah, and, and is um, deeply self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's gonna happen. Um, it's it's just really really sad to me. Like I obviously tweeted back at him and I said your head is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but also we talk about we talk about the thing, things that uh, the fact that oh these actions and blah 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 blah. But this is a guy that tweeted that we should abolish the Thirteenth Amendment, which basically means oh, to legalize insane, slavery bro. again. Yeah. Bro. Oh my god! Yeah, that's bro. what it means, like to legalize bro. slavery yeah. again. He's and a, and so so an you're tweeting something like that, and you're talking about oh, and we'll bring and we won't we'll stop outsourcing. Bitch, you're not outsourcing a damn thing, thing anyway. In. And also you bring and bring back work for these uh, these people in factories. What were you using? Same as Liverpool. What were your factories being used for? Who yes. was upholding your factories in the first place? Mm-hmm. It was slavery. So mm-hmm. really, you're you're regurgitating rhetoric that's very very far right. You want slavery to come back, so then we'll be creating all of these things that your factories can then sell on mm-hmm. and carry on living, and, and white people can oh. carry on living life. Yeah. And you keep forgetting that you're still blackety black black. Yes, you can't fuck your way out of blackness. Yes. you can't buy your way out of blackness. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. So when it's time and you've done all of the work, all the field work for these people, um, and you've gotten slavery back and you've created mm-hmm. a, a, a new status quo that they love, mm-hmm. yeah. you will find yourself back with us because you're not going with them you, go. you want True. to be a house negro so badly but they're still not going to take you <laughs> you're still going to be here in the field with the rest of us after all it. of this work that you've You'll been be doing right yes, of so course let him have his oh, he joker. should continue because I just see it as a downward spiral yeah. and it's, it's, it's going to really end bad sad. for him he's yeah. going to yeah. and, and these people that are bigging you up now mm-hmm. all these Kardashians that you're that they're, they're feeding off you like little parasites they are going to leave you eventually that's what they do parasites mm-hmm. leave a host when you're no longer and worthy to yeah, them. You don't, have, yeah, you don't have anything to yes, give them, and that's what will happen with him. But um, he's legitimizing a lot of dangerous stuff. He's the black a mouth for a lot of dangerous rhetoric and that's why I don't think we can really just ignore him mm-hmm. but there has to be documented that people are telling him what's problematic about yeah. what he said yes, he's going to turn around tomorrow and be like what I was really saying was but y'all <laughs> didn't understand because I'm, yeah. just, I'm, th- I'm thinking freely and y'all are still kind of um, incarcerated in, the, in your mind yeah. and like shut up you dickhead you're in it so, oh you're my not, you're not intellectually superior you trash yes. shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have ended up with the person that exactly how you of her bug body no honestly she's got a bug life body I'm sorry that her body don't look right I'm sorry. it's a mess it's it a is mess. Oh, it's a mess. dead soup um let's move on to no while we're speaking about Kardashians so Khloe Kardashians uh she I haven't seen this 
what has happened, but basically one of her kids was like hotted up online about uh, the skin complexion or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And she corrected it nicely, but then went on to say that, I can't even bother to read the tweet, but she went on to say, in my household, we don't see colour. Now, this is something which gets used a lot, and I think it's quite a lazy and almost a racist thing to say in itself, because essentially in saying, oh, we don't see colour, you're pointing out, you're almost saying that it's something bad. It's like, oh, no, 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 I don't see that. Like, it's a negative. Like, oh, no, 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 I, I, I choose not to see it. Yeah. If you don't choose to see blackness, why are all the dicks that have been in your mouth? Why black, are they black? black? Yeah, exactly. What what are you seeing? But but then but this is the thing. It's you all I mean? just it lies, and people just say the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't see color. I don't see color. You it's don't lie. sound smart. You sound really really ignorant. Exactly. In the social fuck? climate, you can't and political climate, you can't not see color. Mm-hmm. But then it just goes to show that you are fetishizing these men. You don't care about what comes inextricably linked with their color. Yeah. You don't Culture care about any, like you just want all of the sexual things, yeah, all the sexual course. fantasies that come with those things, things and that's yes. what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. You don't see color, but you. Kim had a tweet ages ago that she said, oh, my mum asked what um, um, kind of coffee I want. And I said, oh, kind of like how I want my children to look like with a little bit of milk, like mocha. She tweeted that ages Are ago. She seriously? deleted it. Yeah, she tweeted it. Ages, like I used to have a screenshot of it. Like this is someone who has very much wanted to have mixed race children. Yeah, very much wow. so. She planned it out and already. She planned, she planned it. it. And you know, look at the kind of men that she's choosing. Like Reggie Bush, he's got a girl that looks pretty much exactly, exactly like, like him, him. Yeah. and their children look exactly, exactly alike. Yeah. So you, all of you nonsense people, will f- gravitate towards each other because all you care about is the aesthetics of having just a teeny bit of blackness to but legitimize the, the fashionable yes. aspect yeah. of it all. But you don't want the experience. You don't of want course. you don't want the lived experience of blackness. That's too much. But their children, they'll be the ones, they'll be the reality TV stars of the future, mm-hmm. won't they? Hopefully they'll be a bit smarter. We, we hope. We do nothing but pray. <laughs> we hope. Uh, and then to round it off, two more quick things. Um, you spoke about this earlier on, spiritual bodies. So the International Slavery Museum has announced that they've got a new exhibition called Journey to Justice. Now this yeah. um, is a free, you can go for absolutely free. I think mm. it would be a really fun thing to do. It mm. opens October the 5th. Uh, and it basically explores how people both in the UK and internationally have sought to challenge uh, inequality and campaign for cultural and political transformation in our world mm. so if you can get a chance to go up to there like i said it's absolutely free it's on during this amazing month black history month and yeah go and don't laugh and don't be a dick when you're in the museum and mm. just just go, go and actually learn yeah. and again it's not That's just for true. for black people not at all it's yeah. very beneficial for people that aren't from the bem community to go and learn other experiences yeah. that is what essentially museums are for really it's for you yeah. like yeah. we if we been, were raised correctly we're taught by our families these things and these are like almost like the cherry on the top of the cake that we already have mm-hmm. unfortunately we live in a world where white people unfortunately aren't they're not they're not given that uh the schooling or giving the knowledge and unfortunately not surrounded by enough black people in their in their lives that also educate them uh so these spaces and environments and functions are not they make black people feel okay yes there's things there for us Mm. but essentially i feel like they are for you to go learn Mm. and eradicate Mm. any kind of racism that you have mm. um any negative feelings and, and any um what's the word any ignorance that you have yeah, about yeah, our history yeah. about- 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. At the people that you live with, work with day to day. So please go. I encourage you. It would be absolutely amazing. Yes. And I'm going to finish up Miles' measures, um, bring it back to black history and ask every single one that that is in the studio now what is your favorite thing and it can be it can be very very quick mm. uh because you know time um what is your favorite thing about being black and we can start with you Kashmir. um <laughs> i don't know i just love being black because i love the culture i think we have more culture than because we have good food good music good vibes mm. um a place where everyone has like a story to tell. I don't know. I, yeah. I just like. I just like being black. That's all because I, I'm. I feel. I'm, I don't think I. Would, you know. You just think I don't want to be no one else but yeah. black. Yeah. Black yeah. and beautiful. That's what I want to be. So I just. I love my culture because no being. I'm Jamaican. My background. Mm-hmm. I love the food. I love the culture. I love my people. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to know that I'm from something more. Yeah. Like you know. You know. So, it's, so I, I just love being black. <laughs> yeah. You, Kalechi? I love the resilience of blackness. Like, yeah. we're still out here. Yeah. We are just, um, we're not a monolith. But at the same time, the resilience is something that transcends throughout all of our experiences, yeah. Yeah. wherever we are across the diaspora. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, that's a big boy thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you spiritual, Betty? Oh, I love, I love our jeans. Oh, that melanin. Do you see how our hair coils? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Do you see? Do you see nice the magic yeah. in, a, in in a strand of our hair? Oh, mm. That's all. That's all I have to say. Just literally. What about emails? Oh. I love the unity that Aww. comes with it. I feel like there's a real sense of unity. Uh, it's not just in family, um, like you were saying, uh, in our culture. Yeah. Uh, I feel like unity is intrinsic in that, and like mm. the family unit is typically a, a very mm-hmm. strong bond. Mm. You also see unity on on the street, you know, like not just black men, but I think, I don't know, you tell me, ladies, if black women do it too, but I can often walk past black people I don't know, mixed people I don't know, but someone from blackness and just get an, a nod yeah. or a smile, like there's yeah. that sense of unity. Yeah, do yeah, girls, yeah, do, do, yeah, do girls yeah, do the yeah, nod? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we just go like, come yeah. through here. Yeah, come hey, through here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, come through here. Especially when you see a, uh, like a young, 
all demand. Like, yeah. when you have a dinner, like, yes, this stream. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> But yeah, I love yeah, the yeah. sense of unity oh that we have, gosh. be it family, friends, randoms on the street. That sense of unity, it, it, it is amazing. Like, I can walk into somewhere, see a black face and just feel already... Yeah, feel comfortable. I'm united yeah. with someone. Yeah, And true. I think that is something magical. No, it's true. Yeah. Have you went to places all white and then you go, a black person come, you're okay, I'm comfortable. And you can't breathe. Yeah, you can't just... Hey. I felt that, I was like... <laughs> Let me go sit close to Nate. You know what I'm saying? It's true, it's I, true. Yeah, I But yeah, that. that's... Ooh, huh? I was saying I heard that, but uh, I'm gonna work on me being a part of that unity and my gender fluidity. That's what I'm gonna work yes. on. That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. A, and I'm that, yeah. Yes. Well, that's all for Miles versus this week. Hey guys, it's time for yes. Well, um, I just want to speak on all the black. Um, British females that has made an impact in black history. Mm. So I picked all of them. Like basically everyone, everyone is a, a list. It's a long list, but I can't go through everything today. Well. So but that's what that's what we've got a month, guys. Mm. But I picked out <laughs> that's why I picked out a couple for you today. Especially I want to speak has anyone heard of Marilee Blackman? Yeah. The no. novelist, the writer. I, I mean, yes, she not so, oh, oh my god. She, yeah. she is amazing. I remember back in Brits. Do you remember when she came and visited us in Brit school? No. I remember when I first saw Sorry. I read her book that read the whole collection lots of cross when she came I was so excited I was like I think it was like 17 or 16 what at that time yeah. was that you don't remember she came into the library she came in that section with the computers I don't know if it's still there because that's a long time ago yeah. <laughs> but no she way. came and I was so happy and I spoke to her about how what made you like write books like that mm. and knowing that what I liked about her book Knocks and Crosses it was good to see how she put black people black people like more higher than the white people so mm. she kind of changed it around yeah, she changed so yeah, she ch- yeah. And, and the client when I saw that I was like I felt more intrigued by that mm. it was nice to see that no, I'm not saying of course someone to see white people at the bottom but it was nice to see that finally we were at the top yeah. and we had more yeah. of a voice and we had the chance to speak for her to write a book like that it made me feel like oh my gosh oh we can we can make it mm. we can be on top so I was like when I saw that I was like she she basically changed history mm. in my eyes she mm-hmm. made me give me an idea of thinking black people we do have a voice and mm. we will make it and it felt like the way society and of course um, white people want to keep mm. us down mm. and keep us in a low bubble it was nice to see that she kind of uplifted us mm-hmm. made us think that we are we are somebody and we mm. can okay, be somebody and it was just nice to see her embrace that and right, when I read the book I still got the book at home and I'd be looking back on it I'd be like I remember reading yeah. that I've seen it but I've never actually read it and I you have never, no clue that was written by a black noughts and ca- no, noughts and crosses oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that it's becoming a play <laughs> it's, oh Is my it? gosh where yeah it's becoming a play um, I think they've already started announcing the cast members if hey. I'm not mistaken, um, but agent? I know that it's definitely now becoming a play. Oh, um, I I after all these years, yeah. And no, where's I'm it going to be? Do you know where it's going to be put on? It's gonna be. I'm so, I, I wait, just remember wait. seeing that, that one of Kletty, my followers. After all these years, they're finally putting on a play. Yeah, really. But then you know, now people are having more of a conversation. People like like that book was part of our curriculum somehow, yeah. but people never wanted to really, really talk about it. It was always in the library in primary school, secondary school, but no one ever wanted to talk about it. So the fact that now that there's more a conversation about, about race it now, oh, so now it's been commissioned yeah. to be a play well, that's good she's got at like the same a, time um, mm-hmm. a children's book coming out as yes. well that's been illustrated by one oh. of my friends so like she's doing big things like she's not quiet like she's yes. really still out here like she's doing amazing. bits like she's incredible it was amazing yeah. after reading that book what, what kind of inspired me for reading that book because I was like you know okay let me, wait, okay, let me take you back you know when you first well, before I started Brits mm. I was in secondary and I always thought um <laughs> 
this is getting personal, but I'm just going to be honest and real. I always thought I wasn't that pretty. Mm. I never thought I was cute. I never thought I had that certain yeah. look that everyone liked. Mm. Because back then, all the people, as we were talking about last week, oh, yeah, the, the light skin, yeah. this, that, that, yeah. and they were more appealing. Mm. I never really, I never really found myself attractive. And of course, being a young girl, you're not focused on that. Yeah. But then when mm-hmm. you see other girls who are my age that was lighter yeah. or maybe have a different textured hair or something, yeah. got more attention, I felt like, oh my gosh, Gosh, am I ugly? Yeah. You know, when you start to, then I went to Brits and things started to progress. I got more notes. I was like, maybe I had to grow to myself first. Yeah. I had to fill out um, my confidence and fill mm. out my looks. And mm. you can say yeah. something else. What? <laughs> 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 What's wrong with this boy? I feel like I had to. I feel like I had to fill out myself first. So, fun, so reading this book, it kind of gave me like, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm black, but I'm cute. I know mm. that we we are gonna make it. We're gonna be on. T- I don't know how long it's gonna take, but we're good. we're gonna get there. Mm. Because look how long it took her play to go. As yeah. you said, and but she's finally getting there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, as I said last week, there's a um. Mama said people's time is not right now, but it will yeah. come eventually. And it was nice to see that finally I felt comfortable in being myself, getting mm. in my skin, and kind of reading Marley Blackman books. It kind of gave me that confidence to know that I am me and this is who I am. I'm not gonna change to impress anyone, but I'm gonna just make myself make me feel better about myself mm-hmm. so she kind of inspired me to be like you know what you're okay Kashmir you cute you're gonna get that guy you like even if you don't like you the next guy's gonna come and find you so so Mali Bakhti kind of gave me confidence and having a chance to meet her and talk to her I remember that day when she came in I was like I, re- I had all of them noughts and, noughts and crosses there was another <laughs> one um checkmate mm-hmm. and I read all of it and I loved the whole concept with it there was Callie I think the girl was named Callie or something mm-hmm. yeah and she the guy she like befriended they had a good I like childhood you need to read it Miles it is yeah. amazing I got it at home and I was reading it I was like I remember being young again like yeah. I had a flashback of thinking oh my gosh this is when I felt like I wasn't good enough but reading this book gave me now, my motivation yeah. I'm like I am good enough I walked down the street and I'd be like I'm cute you know what I mean? yeah. so yeah. I was like it was like Mary Batman did that for me and it kind of like gave me a perception of knowing that we we like we're not the way everyone thinks we are. Yeah, yeah. We're we're better than that. So she gave me a voice again, and I'm, oh, she was amazing. I'm yeah. so glad she did a play. I would yeah, say, it's I'm touring. Like, That's what they said. I'm, that it's going I'm, to tour. I'm, oh. I'm yeah, honestly. And the second lady, her name is called Olive Morris. Mm. I just started recent researching about her like a couple of weeks back. She basically was a British community leader mm. and activist, the feminist, black, she was a black nationalist as well. Mm. Okay. And squatters' rights campaigns in the 1970s. Mm. She even campaigned rights for black people in South London and in Manchester. Mm. And she was a founding member of Organisation of Women of Black wait, sorry, of organised women of African and Asian descent mm. and the Brixton Black Women's Group. So mm. knowing that she was local, because I'm from Brixton, mm. is knowing that she worked in that community to help people who's trying to give them a voice and be a leader, lead them yeah. to victory. And it was good to thinking, wow, she did bits in it. Mm. And, mm. and I feel like you don't really have to um, be like, the way that a lot of um, British um, young black women now you don't have to as you said about the whole charity mm. thing you don't have to go over the top just mm. do something small in your, get your voice heard and you can still be a leader mm. you can still change history This it, it takes small steps but even the small maybe they one yeah nice little Brixton and it just takes small steps and for her to do that I felt really touched by it mm. like everyone can be a leader like everyone can try and have a voice for someone who doesn't have a voice just mm. help speak up for someone if they they're scared to speak up for themselves. So it's good to do a helping hand. And there's also, lastly, Margaret Boosie. I think, I hope I'm saying her name right. Mm. Like, she is... Boosie. Boosie, little bossy. I hope I'm saying her name 
I'm saying her name right. She's extremely mindful for the figures. She basically she was in publishing and in the British publishing. She first published. She was the first black female author yeah. in 1967. She got her first book published. She's the first. I was like, fine, yeah, first what black year? woman in 1967. That is. She's not basically Ghanaian-born publisher, editor, and broadcaster. Wow. And she works with many writers, including upcoming black writers as well. Mm. So I was thinking she's giving black people and black writers a chance to be like, you yeah. can go out there yeah. and give them a platform. And it's I know that she's the first black woman. It shows that we're women, we're doing bits. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we're yeah, doing yeah, it. And yeah. even though it nice to because I know books were published way before them, but yeah. she's, she kind of started a way for us. She, mm. she paved the way for us to people who wants to do writing and being a novelist or any type of writer on newspapers. She mm. paved the way like you can do it as well. I mm. know that, of course, black women, they're always like, like no back then the men do all the stuff and the mm. women stay at home but she's like no no I ain't doing that I'm going mm. I'm going to make my dreams come too yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mm. saying I'm going to p- publish my book I'm going to help other women out there publish their yeah. book as well so it's mm. nice to see someone who believes in us as well mm. so I just wanted to say these three female women like knowing that they're not like <laughs> these like, three female, female women no <laughs> 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 well, actually no yeah. they could be yeah. maybe no, that could work yeah that works that works these three black women they paved the way for black women to have a voice and stand up for what they believe in to go after their dreams mm. and goals Marilee Blackman Margaret Bolsey <laughs> <laughs> and Olive Morris thank you for paving the way for black women well, to have a voice all British right yes they're all British yes. Yeah, they're all like of course Britain I'm, when I was surprised about the whole South London I was like Olive Morris she was local like she did yeah. bits yeah, around yeah, there yeah, and yeah, it's no that we don't get told we just yeah. get told about you know Rosa Parks, oh, yeah. 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 the Americans, my, yeah, all the so Americans. people have, yeah, in the UK. Yeah, of course. And, and there's people in the UK mm, that actually yeah. are making way for us. Yeah. And it's nice to know that we're, we're doing bits, we're doing our thing, and we're paving the way, we're making a name for ourselves. And yeah. it's nice to know that there's people who started out for us are making other steps for next generations yeah. after yeah. us. And people are, and it's nice to see that. Silas so and say thank you guys so cool. much for doing that for us and if anyone have anyone they are really ins- who has inspired them any black young women or it can be black young men as well yeah. mm-hmm. please email us and let us know at contacts at get the belt pod dot com thank you for that yeah. Kashmir well where we would normally have questions <laughs> as you all know we've been joined by the lovely Kalechi yes so we just want to know a little bit about you. So introduce yourself. Well, people already know who you are, mm. but like, tell us like a bit about what you do. You said at the beginning you've got a studio. Tell us mm. more about that. Yeah. So um, there's lots of Googles to be done. So I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it like simple. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am an actor, director, and I have a pole dance studio where I teach like pole dance twerk. Oh, uh, yeah. And, Get the belt um, need to go. <laughs> and yeah, um, and social commentating, like just doing bits, just being out here. I yeah. think that's their thing, just being out here and living as fully as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made you yeah. want to start this platform for your, to yourself? Um, I've always just felt like I have a voice, so I'm mm-hmm. going to use it. And yeah. then I feel like just because you have a voice doesn't mean that you're necessarily saying the right things. Yeah. So yeah. it's just been a journey of figuring out what, what I should be saying and the truths that I want to um, share and what I'm mm-hmm. discovering along the way. I just think that um, Brene Brown talks about like vulnerability mm-hmm. and the weaponization of shame. Mm-hmm. And people can't shame you if you've shone the light on all of your mm-hmm. dark bits. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. that's really what I'm just out here doing. My platform 
platform. It's about my exploration of self and how that self is connected to our community and our society. And looking at if I'm looking at the dark bits in myself, and I don't even mean dark in that um, way that kind of vilifies blackness, but all the areas that I don't want to shed light on. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at all of those areas within myself, then I'm going to look like at all of those. Yeah, I'm going to look something. at those things in society as well. Yeah. And all the experiences that you've had that aren't positive or you don't see them immediately as positive, looking at those things as well, working through those things as well. And I think that that's the only way we truly heal. And really, that's why I try and start a conversation online about these things. Like no one's out here shaming anyone for doing anything per se. But it's more mm-hmm. about, OK, look at how that's negatively impacting people. And how are you going to work on not yeah. negatively mm-hmm. impacting mm-hmm. people? But again, a lot of people don't want to have that conversation. It's like, oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You're the reverse racist. So, um, you know, so we're, 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 so, we're so delayed in those kind of aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just care about just talking, just talking. And that's what helped me with my platform. So I've been on Twitter for years, like I think yeah. from like 2008, mm-hmm. um, when not many people were on it. So it felt like a little forum, like a like private chat room, even though it's not yeah. it's a public forum. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people are finding like their tweets and stuff are coming back to haunt them now because they were talking as if they were talking to five people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, no, you said this thing. <laughs> ages ago um and again even when those kind of things happen it's how people acknowledge it that i have a problem with people are like oh stop bringing up people's tweets from their past they could have changed no no but let them tell me from their mouth yeah how they've changed not yes. that they've changed how, how they've changed yeah. what yes. they've done to unlearn these mm-hmm. things that they were tweeting about wildly ages mm-hmm. ago but most people don't have a succinct answer they just go i'm so sorry delete tweet no nah, yeah. like yeah you haven't addressed That's, it you yeah. haven't bland. addressed it and whatever you so run bland. from will eventually catch up with mm-hmm. you of course because you'll get tired you'll get tired of running mm-hmm. and then that's when it's going to catch your class yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well turn around look at it face it have that conversation mm-hmm. and forgive yourself and then like move on from there yeah of yeah course. wicked um so obviously we've wanted you on the show for a while yeah. and we've got you on here finally and it is it ha- so happens to be that you're on our 20th episode bop, bop. as well can I just say Whoa. and the very first week of Black History Month mm. what does Black History Month mean to you Kalechi? Uh, Black History Month Black History Month means to me um, a reclaiming of um, a singular narrative yeah. um, taking that and expanding it because I keep stressing that we're not a monolith and this is part of the problem I think even within blackness in itself that you're black in your way but mm-hmm. you want me to be black in your way I'm not yes. going to be yeah. black in your black way because yeah. I've had a completely yeah because I've mm. had a completely different experience mm. and also blackness being a construct that we've decided to collectively abide within um, sometimes limits us in how expansive we can be as people. Mm. We definitely like a black men. Right. Of course. We yeah. definitely chose to have this experience as physical beings. We chose to come here and, yes. to, um, and to be black and to have this experience for some reason or another. Yeah. Right. So we've chosen that. And it's about learning that we are more than just our blackness because yes. if that is all we hold on to, mm. then how do we see past that? Mm-hmm. How do we allow ourselves to do things? Oh, I can't listen to that because it's not very black. What do you mean? What do you yeah. mean? Like mm. you define what blackness is mm-hmm. to you. And and I think that that's why it's important to look at the historical figures and what they've done. But at the same time, like blackness isn't always about suffering. There's been a lot of suffering that's happened and continues to happen. Mm-hmm. But blackness is also about joy. It's about yes. tenderness. Mm-hmm. It's about connection. It's about perseverance. Yeah. It's about love of all of things. And if you ignore the love part of things, then where do you create from? Because love is the only force that we can create from. It's the only source that everything actually, is yeah, love. everything mm-hmm. comes from there. 
And so when people are either, you're either operating from the source of love or you're operating from a lack of it. Yes. And Mm -hmm. and that's all there is to it. And I'm just thinking that, you know, when we look at our blackness, when we look at ourselves and we look at history, we're looking at all the moments where people chose to operate from a source of love when other people were operating from a lack of it. Yes. Um, And, you know, it's a lack of that love that means that so many things were erased. Like even when if we look at the Windrush scandal, all of people's papers being destroyed. Um, You know, and these kind of things happening and throughout history, documentation being destroyed. Um, All the um, notes and um, documents that, you know, these um, colonizers and things were all the things that they wrote when they went and colonized these places. All of the um, notes from their punitive expeditions when they went to go and take shit from around the world and bring Mm -hmm. it back to Britain and be like, this is ours. Um, All of those things were destroyed. So they can now tell us a different narrative about what happened. But we know for the fact that our shit's in your museums Mm. that you took it. Mm, um, and yeah. now it's about giving it back, back yes. and so that's just in the physical sense of um, taking things back but we've also got to take back our stories and say yeah. no yeah. and it's not always about oh we were kings and uh, queens in Egypt because again I think that comes from a place of not wanting to accept yeah. a, a different type of reality mm-hmm. not all of us were kings and queens some of us were mechanics and some of us were this and yes. some of yes. us were that, yes. that is, yes. everything is important and this protects me back to being a baby girl and being a baby boy and being a baby non-binary and understanding that whatever role we played it was intrinsic it was intrinsic and it was necessary and it was valuable to where we are now and where we are going to go nobody is irrelevant Mm -hmm. but to keep wanting to say i'm a king and i'm a queen specifically in my history why i understand why you know because of all of the things that's happened but it's also thinking about the fact that whatever i was i was still necessary whoever Mm -hmm. i am now i am still necessary yes Mm -hmm. and and that is where our true strength comes from not from titles not from um um, uh kind of um visible signifiers of our skin Mm -hmm. it's more than that it's remind and reminding ourselves that um apart from skin we are this expansive divine being that chose to have a physical experience within this Mm -hmm. specific body Mm -hmm. but you know it's going back to that source and understanding that because we are this divine being we can do so much more than these people have told us that our skin color and our body allows Girl. I literally <laughs> just towards the end. I was thinking, I was in that. That was. I felt like I was at school again. Like no, I felt that was deep. Yeah. Oh Do you know gosh. that? Can I, you went to the Brit school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take English there? Lit English lit. Yeah. Did Did you have Miss Nelson? Yeah. I was gonna say. Are you speaking? That's I was like, true. I yeah. bet Miss Nelson, Nelson loved of you. Yeah, yes. I loved her. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I honestly uh, feel like it was. It, I felt like you know, like you know, when you go to school and there's one uh, teacher that you love to go to their lessons because they will inform you of everything. Miss Nelson was. That oh teacher, my god! Yes. Was no, that was, was no, that was. I had to. I had well, to that literally. was amazing. I'm sorry. Thank you. Not gonna lie, Kalechi, I do absolutely fucking. I love the way that you are and that yes, you express yourself you. and you're just so like inspirational for me. Like sometimes like, I listen. I'm a fan of your show, Thank your you. podcast. And I listen to you when you go on. Um, TV and mm. the way you speak, you do make me go into my iPhone and I have to type <laughs> words and be like, look up. And I want to be able to do that with more black faces, brown faces mm. on TV. I think it's absolutely amazing. Mm. And you can still have me doing thesaurus and have me looking, <laughs> looking up words. 
but then you can say shit, which I obviously I don't need to look up things like clout or fuck or dick. And I'm like, <laughs> she is just a beautiful sandwich of everything you need. Like, no, she's like, the, the nice bread, but she's still got the hot sauce on it. Like, she's, I just think, yeah, I think you're exemplary. I think you're Thank absolutely you. wonderful. No, I just want to say amazing. that. Amazing. I'm you. honestly, I'm touched for the whole. I just want to know, you know how the black girls rock? How was that experience? The BT and everything? Yeah. I was. I was like, oh my gosh. That was, was humbling. That was humbling because I feel like when you're doing a lot of this stuff, it's not sexy. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you look at other people and they do say that comparison is the thief of joy, but you look at other people who have more sexier podcasts yes. and you know, like they're doing things that is definitely, definitely necessary in the tapestry of our existence. Mm-hmm. But you look at it and you just think like, rah, like, of course people are going to take to that more because, yes. you know, it's and palatable. It's nice. Um, so you don't, you don't <laughs> think that you're going to, end up being in certain spaces mm-hmm. so when BET were like to come through I was just like oh so they contacted you yeah yeah they were just like oh, oh we love nice what things. you're doing yeah. and rightfully so oh wow. no, rightfully we love, we love so what you're doing, and you know we want you to come through and talk about it you know like we're looking at the black uh, women who are trailblazers in the UK and, and you are and, and I just thought you, you know to amazing. hear it that way you were just mm-hmm. I thought wow and so to be there that way that day have my makeup done and just speak about the things that I do those things are nice as well. Obviously, it's a balance of yeah. those things. I don't want to keep doing those because I still yeah. want to get on with what I'm what doing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just nice to be like, oh, even on this, I mean, in this place, I'm here too. And they said, that, you know, it's going to be shown across the UK and across Africa, yeah. not yes. even just a specific country, but, but across, across Africa. Africa. Yeah. So, How like, um, um, a random black girl is going to be out there on watching TV and she's going to see me and she's going to be like, oh, Kalechnikov Fitness. Like, she's got a studio yeah. doing pole dance. Yeah. Wow. You know, because some, just by you being you, you're changing the kind of out, like outlook that somebody else has somewhere yes. else. Yeah. Like you might never meet them, but just by you doing that one thing, thing yes. you can impact like, their life them. forever. Yeah, and that's all I keep thinking. Like I want my my name and my work and my my kind of my views to reach places that I might never reach in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Just so somebody else can be like, well, she said it, so I'm going to say it. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say what I like. Um, and I think that that's important. So for BET to be like, boom, have this platform to share who you are it, it means a lot because somebody needs it who only watches that platform mm-hmm. yeah I love that no, that's and amazing I- <laughs> oh my god that's a, now, when you talk you speak so effortlessly have you noticed like it's, it's just God like, it's God it's, it's just God. you you amen. know what you're amen. saying, saying and, you, God. Amen. and it's amen. just it's just ah, oh, it's a breath and honestly I'm just so like in tuned with what you're Stand saying like, no, I, I, I pray love... about it all the time I just think like it's so easy to just go and just chat shit like and you can see when people are just chatting yes. from ego and you were speaking mm-hmm. about it last week with spiritual mm-hmm. baddie like speaking about you know like um, speaking from a place of ego or doing things and there has to be a dying of the ego and my yes. ego's not dead because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. ready you know mm-hmm. and my ego will come like bitch what did you just say (laughs) you know so like it's a constant battle and it's a journey but um whenever i go onto any platform any platform no matter where it is i always pray beforehand and i'm just my prayer is always the same thing lord use me to speak your truth Mm -hmm. and that isn't just rooted wholly in christianity because there's so much happening in there that i'm not really fucking yeah but if we're just talking from a spiritual perspective i'm just hope um i pray all the time to be a vessel to speak um a truth a kind truth and a loving truth and you you, therefore opening yourself up in that way and praying beforehand as well allows for the divine to work through you girl we have the same spirits (laughs) 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 we be praying the same thing and and that being said girl i need your opinion so can you please just um 
tell them and can you please tell us and differentiate for the people who may get like pole dancing confused with um the industry that it's exists in the secularized industry and <laughs> yeah, how yeah. do you how do you um just emphasize how it just 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 speak you know the right thing okay (laughs) (laughs) so i think that that's interesting like i whenever especially when you speak to mandem and they're like rah rah you do pole dance (laughs) see on that stripping thing yeah Yeah, i just (laughs) instead of you to go and clean your bum properly instead of you to go and brush your teeth this is where we have found you You know, like they just have a lot of nonsense to say. And I respect, you know, the the people that find themselves in this industry and they're doing what they need to do Mm -hmm. to get where they need to get to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it's interesting that people can only synonymize pole dance with this one thing. Historically, maybe that's how they've known it. And some people try to then go with this whole respectability politics and go, oh, but it was a Chinese... um, you know, Chinese pole is um, was primarily done by men, and it was a form of acrobatics, and they did it as a way of showing like their physical prowess. Uh, when you watch, yeah, when that. you watch Chinese pole, it's a mm. mad thing. It's is sick. it? It's sick. But at the same time, that is not what we're doing here. Stop lying. That is not what we're doing here. <laughs> this is a very different thing. But I think that the same way that you can light a match and you can burn down a house, or you can use it to keep yourself warm, you choose how you use a particular tool and how it benefits you. Mm. And that's not to say that there's a destructive narrative to the. Um, um, you know to whether it be any sort of sex work or whatever or just mm-hmm. just you know exotic dancing yeah. or whatever but it's the fact that when we look at it it's a lot of women or people that don't have um agency Mm-hmm. in a lot of situations to do what they need to do and it's only through kind of giving them humanity and seeing who they are that they'll be able to you'll be able to regulate this thing that mm-hmm. so they're protected and they need to do what they need to do fine cool but what i'm doing at the studio for me it's a different narrative altogether using something that's hypersexualized using something that because the the female bodies are hypersexualized regardless Period. like you can't even breastfeed without some man no going cap. what are you doing what if, what yeah. if I had my dick out, dick out does, yeah. does, your, does your dick feed children children Basically. does it does, does it it does, it does not it does not it's so wild and it's like it's not the same thing but yeah. when you're used to only consuming femininity when yeah. you're, you're just used to con- consuming it In while simultaneously yeah while simultaneously hating it yes. a lot of men think that oh because I sleep with women then uh, I can't hate women but you hate you despise women you despise mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. you just like having sex, sex with, with them, them basically. They're, they're, they're two different things yes. and so having a space at the studio where I'm just like you know what women I want you to come here um, everyone really not just women but primarily women mm-hmm. come through and explore who you are yes. and that's women with an ex I'm like do, anyone who identifies as a woman the space is for you yeah. to mm-hmm. explore who you are yes. and using the pole to kind of find a, you know your inner sensuality and your sexuality because mm-hmm. I think that the the power of the feminine is in the sensuality and our sexuality and that's why it's been weaponized against us for so long because if women actually tapped into that power not just power. women but people Beyonce, huh? people if we people generally because um, men or people who identify as men or people who don't ascribe to any of those binaries our power is in our sensuality yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yet it's the one thing that people keep wanting to take away from us and that i think ultimately is why strippers even are vilified because they are on stage performing sensuality however or performing sexuality and 
and wish yeah and the ones that do add sensuality to that and give you that illusion that you can have access to it with them that is what people are paying for yeah. but it's interesting mm-hmm. that you talk about them and in this way and that way and this way and that way but, but let's look at the structure of a stripping um a club a strip club yeah they're on a podium and you're below them Literally. so already physically they're higher than <laughs> yeah. you but you've been given the illusion that you have power in that this situation yes. because you came with your money but bitch yeah. you came with your money that you to could have used to put electricity <laughs> in, your, in your house yeah. you took that money you didn't put electricity in your house you came here and you're dashing That's at me, at me. Yeah. Whether, you, whether you dash at me whether you place it in my phone bitch it's your money that I've now taken now it's mine yeah. now it's mine yeah and the reason that that is is because there's a power in sensuality mm-hmm. there's a power in sexuality that the people haven't found a, um, the vocabulary for yet but they keep going back to it because you have to keep going back to the source you have to keep going back to the source and that's why it's, it's such a, a booming industry because people don't understand that really what you're going there for is that connection with self you think that you're connecting with themselves um, with these women or these people that mm. are dancing in front of you but you're actually connecting with yourself it's that thing yeah. that you cannot access unless you see that stimulus in front of you and and that's what's interesting to me and I think that without having the vocabulary to a lot of exotic dancers have realised that that's where their power lies so when you're shaming them and going ah bitch well you're a stripper she's like babe I've paid for my house yeah like I've paid for my house my mum's house I've I've paid what what are you talking about but again that doesn't mean that that's again reductive because there are so many other things that are happening there Mm. as well that need to be discussed but for me at the studio it's looking at the idea of sensuality, looking at the power that there is in sensuality and saying, boom, I need you to be able to access it without having to have props all of the time. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with props for now in yeah. the sense of the pole. But then afterwards, you shouldn't need that pole. You should just mm-hmm. be able to yourself. access it within yourself because that is where your power is. You stand yeah. tall it, because we ignore the sacral energy. So even when I'm doing twerk and things like that, we ignore the sacrum. We ignore the kind of sacral region, which is like our pelvis yeah. area. And that's another chakra in itself. Yeah. And um, so much so as black people, we have dis- disconnected from that area because it's been a site of violence, historically speaking. Like men have been um, castrated, where, you yeah. know, enslaved um, black mm-hmm. men have been castrated because mm-hmm. there's this obsession with the black penis. And then at the same time, there's the ex- obsession with the black female body yeah. And so much so that Sarah Bartman, Venus Hot and Top, yeah, her and labia hips, was yeah. on show in France for decades. Mm-hmm. Like her wow. literal labia. Would you ever do that to a white woman? Would you ever pretty much have her pussy out on show in a museum mm-hmm. forever? You would no. not. But, but when it's a wow. black woman, it's fine. All bets are off. Yeah. Like you can do what you want. And that, whenever I remind myself of that, it just reminds me of how much our bodies are commodified and how people just think that they should have access to it at all the time. That's why it is violent when someone wants to touch your hair and whatever because yeah. you yeah. don't have access to me it's not your because you had historical access to yes. me yeah. no longer. Yes. And so when you reconnect with that sacral region, actually then all your all of your chakras can align from your crown to your third eye to yes. your throat to your heart chakra to your solar plexus to your sacral region to your root chakra. Unless you get all of them aligned, you're just going to be out here moving fucked up. You're going to be moving <laughs> mad. True. You're going to be moving it's mad. True. And for a lot of us, it's that region that we actually don't have connection with. Or we mm. think we do because we're fucking lots of people. But no, you, mm. you, you're trying to activate it. You're trying In to activate it, but you're not. Fucking way, yeah. Not <sighs> One uh, final question, yes. kind of. Uh, we obviously hit it's Black History Month. One thing I want our listeners to know is that Black History Month, yes, history is what happened in the past, but every like ten seconds ago was history. Yeah, when yeah, we yeah. when we introduced you, that is now history. Yeah. So history is happening all the time, and it's 
going to happen. So yeah. not only should we acknowledge people that have done things in the past, but people that are doing things now. Mm. And we forget how important these people are and how important they will be mm. in hindsight when we're celebrating Black History in a few years' time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I wanted you to let us know, Kalechi, who mm. would you think or who comes to your mind when you think of Black British history? Um, who is doing things now that like is inspiring to you? Uh, definitely hand like without a doubt it's Rennie Edo Lodge uh, Amazing, the author yeah. of Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race Yeah, um, oh. she wrote that book off a blog post that she wrote years ago where yeah. she was just fed up and she was just like I don't want to talk about this and I don't want to talk about that and I'm tired as fuck of mm -hmm. talking about this yes. and obviously it, it went viral that post yeah. and then publishers approached her and they're like mm. would you write a book covering these things um, and I think that why Rennie Edo Lodge is so important is because we used to be part of a black feminist group together years ago and then that note is kind of disbanded now um, but that was when I was kind of getting more into black feminism and understanding yeah. the role that it plays in my life and so to see her doing this it's it's important and we do need to start redocumenting our experiences and yeah. our voices because like I said before so many of our things have been destroyed yes. that we need to start rewriting exactly mm -hmm. and um, especially people of the African diaspora we come from oral traditions where we pass things on in stories to, with our mouths. We pass it on, which means that we know things, but we haven't written everything down. Um, so it's important to start writing everything yeah. down. And she's written that book. So I don't have to spend the 50th time explaining mm -hmm. to someone why reverse yeah. racism <laughs> isn't yeah. a thing, right. why it's a problem to say to me as a black woman, automatically, I must be angry. Yeah. Like she's by her writing that book, she saved us so much free labor mm -hmm. so much emotional labor so now other people can go and read it if someone's moving mad you're just like oh here you go why don't you Here's go and read book. this when alan sugar said he's bullshit about the senegalese football team when he was yeah. just like haven't i seen them handing out sunglasses and sending in marbella. In, 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 in marbella um he didn't see why that was problematic but when i wrote a piece for the metro yeah. again I, ref I referred back to that book if you need to understand something why don't you pay for this book mm -hmm. and you go and teach yourself yes. because then everything has been put in one nice succinct little right. book for you with chapters go and read it go and read it and stop asking me questions because yeah. i'm not doing it with you mm -hmm. black history month everything is covered there go yeah. and read it Hell. well yeah. why don't we have have a white history month. <laughs> it tells you in the book. Yes. Go and read it. Yeah, and 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 by her doing that, she has made a statement for us that a lot of these things are whispered, whispered, whispered. All of us are out here having these conversations in day-to-day -day life, exp explaining the same thing, All not understanding that if someone truly wanted to learn, yeah. they would they have learned. They would, yes. they would have learned. And actually what they're doing is just distracting us by asking us, um, demanding of us to explain it to them again yeah. and again and again. You're not the first Pointless. person that these men have asked this thing. Yeah. Like, because sometimes you feel like, oh, maybe they're just asking because they're genuinely curious. I promise you, you're not the first person that they've yeah. asked. And whatever it's you're going to so say, true. someone has already said to them, but they're wishing that you would say something Something different to um to coddle their white fragility mm -hmm. and be like no you don't ever have to learn anything yeah forget it carry on do what you're doing but rennie has now written it and so if they want to start that conversation again it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. amazon mm. yeah waterstones just start mm -hmm. dashing out names and be like these are all the places you can go, go yeah. go and buy book. this book yeah and then when you've read it 
come back to me because mm-hmm. then I know that we're mm-hmm. going to have a conversation until you read that book don't chat to me basically yeah. mm. the link to purchase that book will be in the notes for <laughs> 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 and I am lying oh my god well amazing well it's time now for the part of our episode where we let off some steam and we give the belt to someone so who wants to go first spiritual buddy what about you okay so my belt is so funny because my belt is fitting with what we've discussed this episode mm. uh my belt goes to sexual predators and Mm-mm. basically Good. because they are just how how can someone not have Disgusting. themselves over under so much not over under so much control that they mm. are fucking their lust and the and the the lust like overspills into someone's innocence like that is not healthy that that is something that needs to be addressed and it is being addressed because you know the whole sexual abuse thing as we've discussed this whole um episode but i just think it's something that is not right and disgusting and all sexual predators need to have the belt like not to like shame anybody's history or whatever but no you can't cause harm onto Mm. somebody else that is not that can't be justified they don't get a pass sexual predators do not get a pass nope nope and nope so my belt goes to them like I just had to whip them one time because ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> everything I've heard this yes. week it's just ugh, ugh, ugh. yes <laughs> me, who did your belt go to okay, my one goes to this <laughs> food service worker at a commercial park was fired after a video caught him spitting <gasps> to a customer's pizza oh, wow. that went viral like I understand there is some customers. <laughs> what do you mean? I know. Let me just speak my part. There's pros and cons to this. Actually, there's no pros and cons to this. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand there is customers that will piss you off, and you feel like, let me get revenge. But no, this man didn't just do a little peck. This man uh, took all the phlegm and the gut. Nah, man. He took all the. What do you mean? All the gut. You cannot be. I don't care. You cannot be dying anyone's food. He took all the gook from his stomach, and it came, and it wasn't like a tiny spit. He took everything, like every saliva, every from last. Week Tuesday uh, stop was causing that. Look at look look. look at I video. don't want to. When see. I saw that, I felt yeah. like I wanted to vomit. Yuck! This guy is disgusting. Well, he got fired and they closed down Good. the food store. But I was thinking that is just disgusting. I know customers out there thinking so he could have just left. Maybe not put the tomato on a pizza. I'll forget the tomatoes. But spit like and you think no one's not gonna see that. I uh, try any. No, and he tried to mix it in the sauce, you know. In no. the f- that's disgusting. Nah, people are mad. People but are mad. I hope, I'm glad mad. someone caught them before they gave it to him. Oh, I hope oh. they didn't give it to the person. He actually, no, no, guys. It was the phlegm from down in his soul that he that came up oh. with last week, Tuesday's dinner oh, into so the food. Mars <laughs> looks so over it. What you, Miles? <laughs> so this week, I'm giving the belt to. Hmm. See, I was gonna give it to Asda, but that's a bit petty. It is because we let everyone off Asda, and everyone walk at I shop at Asda, so you can't come for it. I'll come for you. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so I'm gonna give the belt to. Everyone who says, <laughs> I don't see colour. People that say, oh, I don't nice. see colour, like, go to fucking Specsavers, it. Like, if you don't see colour, you actually have a, in, a visual impairment. I think <laughs> it's a lame-ass excuse 
to not confront or deal with uh, people of a different race, especially in times like Black History Month. If you're going to say I can't see colour, we wouldn't be celebrating us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So my belt this week comes off of my waist and goes around all of their foreheads, their back foot, around their asses. Anyone that can't is saying that they can't see colour, fix up, go and get checked out because that is probably, that is an illness if you can't, like it's known as being colourblind. Um, yeah, so my, girl, my belt goes to people that say they can't see colour because I think it's lazy. I think it also stems from racism and I think they're just stupid and fucking wild, to be honest. I bet you can't see colour. What the fuck? <laughs> Of course. Yeah. So who do you think, or what do you think, deserves to get the belt this week, Kalechi? Uh, uh, so my belt is going to um, Theresa May. Nice, please. Mm. <laughs> it's going to go to Theresa May because she's a wild, wild human being. She is. Um, and I just think that it's interesting to me that someone would lie about um, Windrush and their and their culpability through mm. the whole thing like you were the one that decided on a hostile environment like yes. now, why are you now sitting, your mouth, like you're standing in front of the UN and you're just like oh well I don't know how everyone came about this decision and I never wanted this <laughs> what do you mean if, if you plant hate it's going to sprout well, of yeah. course so what do, you, what do you mean so many um, people from the Caribbean of, of the older generation the generation have now been displaced because of your you, madness of course your absolute madness mm-hmm. and now you're like oh but i didn't know that people are going to behave in that way um i didn't know that people chose mm. brexit because they were being xenophobic what so you didn't see your your vans that you commissioned to be out here going that we're going to send you home we're going to send you home mm. like that's what you did you man created pamphlets saying this is how you speak when we send you back to jamaica when you want to say hello you say well one yeah there was a whole pamphlet mm-hmm. a whole book are you serious yeah advising people on how to fit in when they get sent back home like that was all you I said I cannot a whole she tried to give them a leaflet of yeah, how to talk to them when, when they get back home nah. yeah, we know that you haven't lived there for a while so this is how you should speak when you get back there and nah. this is what some of the terms mean are you taking the piss <laughs> and <laughs> should have told them the real raw Jamaicans how to say yeah but you haven't been you haven't been in so long uh, let's, let, let's just hip you to the skip and this is how you speak to people and I just think that you orchestrated this entire thing Mm. and now all of a sudden it's like well don't know what's going on here and actually it's the rest of the Tories it's these nasty men that came up with all of these things and I just think that there's something to be said for white women who are complicit in the violence against black people who then turn around and go oh I'm a victim of it too same with Melania Trump you know, and, and saying, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm really, really concerned for her. I think that Trump is having her there against her will, but she's there because she wants to be there. Mm, she's complicit dresses. in all of this <laughs> and stuff. She and, she, and she loves, like, stealing, like, when she was reading word for word Michelle Obama's I previous still can't speech. Get over that. Yeah, she to I go, still can't get it. I still. The <laughs> absolute goal, the absolute goal of doing something like that. And yet people are still like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure she actually wants to be there. She wants to be there. Same as when we look at 12 Years a Slave and all of those um, films as well. Oh, well, maybe the white slave um, owner's wife didn't didn't want to be involved in any of this stuff. She mm. dashed a glass at the slave's head. Like she mm. dashed a glass. Oh at. So she wanted she to. wanted to be there. Like all the levels of evil. She that didn't she like the uncomfortability, right? but she likes the slave. Right. <laughs> she likes so all, you, you, when you're dashing glasses at people, you too want to be there. Right. And mm. the there's you know we don't speak enough about the violence that um white slave um female slave owners that they actually inflicted from a place 
place of jealousy See? from because you know that your man Would is out here raping these people. Yeah, yeah, them, yeah. Right. So then you from a place of jealousy is when you're attacking these mm-hmm. women. And that jealousy I think has carried on throughout history where you don't even know why you don't like black women, but because you just see them as a threat in this competition. Of course. Because like, we're cute. That's or, it. Right, automatically. Cute. So that's part of the problem as well. Mm-hmm. And I just think that like they need to be there needs to be more accountability in the mm-hmm. complicity that of white women in the structure of white supremacist patriarchy and what they're doing and Theresa May speaks to that oh I just came people just elected me and I'm just here and I don't know what's going on no 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 you orchestrated what's going on, on you man. and your man them you orchestrated what's your man going on. yeah <laughs> like, that was in the leaf flag <laughs> as well right? <laughs> of new, men plural <laughs> like you orchestrated it so just take accountability for that and that's why she deserves to get the belt because she's once all of the damage has been done everyone wants to turn around most especially white women scream white feminism like even when she was prime minister everyone was like oh well i know she's going to do damaging thing and um damaging things and has done damaging things but hey a woman's prime minister again i'm not not no. every win is a win for me yeah. yeah it's a win for you guys that's not a win for me because she's detrimental to my existence yeah so that's not a win for me so i'm not going to yeah. cheer her on for because nothing. she has a vagina right and so no. where people are like oh um you know this black person became the head of such and such so it's a detrimental institution yeah. i'm not going to praise them for being that's why as much as people don't like to hear it and they see it as controversial mm-hmm. i wasn't excited about obama's presidency because really when we look at um, the rates of police brutality in the u.s and all of the yeah you got obamacare and you got all of these things but people put him out to be some kind of savior when he was still part of the very damaging things that people mm-hmm. are facing yeah. and people are like oh well what did you expect him to do well be president, president and, yeah. and because, because yeah. look how wild Donald Trump's behaving now he can do all of these things and ignore Congress and ignore everyone and yeah. just do what he wants to do yeah. yes he has that white privilege for him but the fact of the matter is if you really want to move mad you can move mad yeah. and um, and if you really wanted that office you need to understand the risks that come with mm-hmm. that office, office in the first place a lot of the things that we're seeing um, um, Trump playing out now in terms of um, the Muslim ban and all of these things these were things that were starting in Obama's administration that people don't like to talk about mm-hmm. they just want to be like Trump 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 is a, a fucked up person like, he's vile but look at the policies and look at actual things look at documentation for the things that you're getting riled up about when did it actually start because mm-hmm. don't just be placing it on one person yeah. because yes he's ridiculous and he yeah. deserves all of the belts and all of the of straws but, <laughs> yes. but sometimes he's just, filling, he's just fulfilling what's already started before he arrived yeah. Yeah. and um, with Theresa May yeah 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 she's also fulfilling what was started before she arrived but as foreign secretary she, um, or home secretary she contributed to it when it was happening on her turf as well. Like she was very happy for all of those things to be happening. And I also blame her for police brutality because if you hadn't cut the funding for the police officers in the first place, then there wouldn't be much less of them. Means that they're overworked. Means that when they see a black body, they're just on. They they don't need any reason anyway, but you've now given them more of a reason because Mm -hmm. they're so overworked. Now they're tired. Right. Of course. So yeah, Theresa May can get that straw Mm -hmm. and she can get that belt. (laughs) (laughs) Wiki, well, that's been... Our 20th episode done. Thank you so much, Kaleshi, for coming on. Thank you. Round of applause. Thank you. Um, 
before we do head out, I do want to say, don't you have something that came out today for people that they can buy? Oh, my I affirmation think? card. Yes. yes. So they're on kalechiokafor.com forward, forward, forward slash shop. Mm-hmm. And so affirmation cards, like just kind of a nice real spin on what I think the affirmation cards should be. So there's yeah. like affirmation cards like the universe hands out straws on my behalf. Just letting the universe do the karmic thing that the universe needs to do. Yeah. And you just carry on living your best life. The universe will mm-hmm. handle mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, so the cards are sort of like that kind of thing. There oh. will be a link in our... Um, in the description notes below where you can purchase those as well. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. I know my little sister, Chiquita, she's probably going to kill me for saying this, but she did like our artwork and like the stuff that we're posting for Black History Month. She like, did all of that, but yes. she wanted me to say she loves your podcast and she <laughs> loves you so much. So, yeah, I had to get that in there. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to say before yeah, we leave? Kalechi. Oh, she's a baddie. Kalachi, do you are you aware of the Yoruba goddess Oshun? Yes. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you was aware of Oshun. That's good. Oh, uh-huh. thank you, thank you, thank you. I love Yoruba spirituality mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice having you here, Kalachi. Like, honestly, thank you. it was. I enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> you were so deep. Like, I felt like I learned something. Like, I was in the world to tell people no. Right? <laughs> Hell, Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, guys, uh, happy Black History Month. Yes. Um, happy Nigerian Independence. Oh, yes. Thank you so much again for coming on, Kalachi. Pleasure. Like, you're a legend. We wish you here nothing but the best. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, guys, happy Black History Month. Happy first week of October. October, yes. get your life stay mm-hmm. blessed protect everything of course eat good food yeah. and just enjoy enjoy life yes. it, man. <laughs> but you've been listening to oh my god no we want you to say all this as well right, how, how, how are we going to close off right. okay. can you see us out you see us out you say something <laughs> So, yes, happy Black History Month. Happy October. Yeah. Um, remember what we said about Venus in retrograde. If yeah. your exes mm. start popping up, get ready mm-hmm. to give them the bell. <laughs> <laughs>